Hello and welcome to Avio's Journey Podcast. My name is Anthony Pika and this show is all about helping the new and upcoming voiceover artists grow their business and sidestep all of the crazy things that I seem to step on. I'm very excited about today's episode. We've got some interesting information to talk about. I want to talk to you about this thing that keeps popping up called ASMR. I'm excited to discuss this with you. Uh, Also, I want to talk about a new thing that I'm going to be trying, and I'm excited about it and scared at the same time, so we're going to dive into that. It has to do with marketing my services and possibly spending a boatload of money, but we'll find out, and as always, I will try to step on all the landmines first. All right? Let's do it. This is VO's Journey. With your host, the incomparable Anthony Pika. All right, so I am excited to be back for, what is this, episode 175, and we've got a couple different things to talk to uh, talk to you about today. I am excited to say that uh, busy, busy day for me and voiceover, I have about uh, 10 10 to 12 different voiceovers today. Uh, it's it's ended up to be between about $800 and $1,000 in voiceover work, which is very nice. And um, so I'm, I'm happy and pleased with how that's going. I do have uh, some interesting things I want to talk to you about, which is ASMR. And the, <laughs> what it stands for is Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. This is something that I don't have a lot of experience with, but I have started to see it pop up everywhere. In a VO's Journey Facebook group, this has been talked about. I do have some voice actors that I actually coach who are actively doing this and being paid uh, to do this as a voiceover artist. And so I thought I would dive into it, look at it, see what it's all about and how we could possibly benefit from it. So like I always say, it's important to follow trends. It's important to dive into something as soon as, you know, we come across it. You know, if it's showing that eyeballs are there and so forth. And I'm not saying that we're late. You know, I'm late to the ASMR game, but I can say that I am I'm pretty shocked uh, about this. Basically, if you don't know what this is, the idea behind ASMR, it seems to be a series of sounds, um, whispering, uh, any type of auditory stimulus, right, that that gives you some sort of uh, either physical or emotional response. Now, to be quite clear, and I've done more research on this too, there is no scientific basis behind ASMR, meaning like, you know, some people will say that, you know, ASMR helps you go to sleep at night or ASMR helps you um, get rid of anxiety or depression, right? There is no actual scientific research on this. So, you know, we can't like say conclusively 
intuitively that this stuff works, but I can tell you it is. I'm I'm laughing. I, I know you could probably hear me smiling because as I started doing research, I was kind of taken back about what I'm seeing. So I went on YouTube and I started doing research. And basically, I mean, it literally boils down to people um, – so there's different types, right? There's you could do videos, all right, or you could do um, just audio. And what I see from the videos is I see a lot of people whispering, uh, doing noises with their mouths, like you know, mouth noises. Us as voiceover artists, you know, we hate that. But people doing things like. Uh, tapping their fingers on, you know, a, a tin can, um, you know, rustling paper, uh, any type of, you know, like noise that gets close to the microphone and you get this kind of intimate feeling with it. Uh, you know, think about raindrops, you know, think about rain as we listen to those things and it's supposed to relax us. Well, I think this is the same sort of thing, just taking a a weird, I don't say weird, but and I don't mean if somebody does it, I apologize. It just seems like at first it seems very uh, different to me, right? It's just an interesting step forward with the way things are, you know, the way this is, this is done. I mean, I, I think that uh, I've seen a variety. There are definitely some uh, people who take ASMR to that other level where it can be um, sultry and and seductive and and maybe even uh, over the top in that sense, but it is definitely a real deal and moving big time. I mean, if you go on YouTube, you see some of these videos. I mean, there's millions and millions of views, and it literally boils down to people literally standing in front of a camera. Uh, whispering, doing interesting, like making interesting sounds with different things in their house or whatever uh, they have available. I do see, um, like I said, there's a lot of, uh, it seems that there is a seductive nature to a lot of it. Um, but, you know, that's, you know, that I'm not saying that's all of them. I'm just seeing what I am seeing generally populating in the, you know, the, the, the most viewed ones. But there's also some, like I said, that aren't, um, they're just, they're like videos uh, of put together that aren't someone, you know, a person. It's just audio with pictures. So, I mean, this is definitely something that I recommend you check out. I know some people, like for example on Fiverr and stuff who are doing it who are making money with it and uh, but at this particular time I'm not making any money with it but it, like I said it keeps popping up I keep hearing more and more people being hired to do it and it's something that you know we should jump on the train and if you want to learn more about it you know what I mean definitely go on and start checking out what people are doing they've even they've got mic I mean they've got some really crazy stuff like they've got some microphones that you can make noises that are supposed to capture them like like you're right there. I mean, we have very sensitive microphones anyway. So it would just be like getting up to the microphone or turning up the volume pretty loud. But I, I mean, there's microphones where you can like, just it's crazy. Like you can lick and and click and do all kinds of stuff with your mouth. Like it's like ears and it's supposed to be uh, extra, you know, like, like it's supposed to make uh, enhance the sound on the microphone tip. I, you know, it's, it's wild to me. <laughs> but, you know, just like anything else, I think that it is something that, again, we should not uh, disregard and <laughs> should check it out. 
Um, anyways, watch me be hired for something. I'm just going to be, you know, like licking the microphone. It's going to be bad. It's just going to be bad. Not good. Not good. Um, and they're going to post it everywhere. <laughs> like a picture of me. Going, uh, <laughs> oh, I know. I probably freaked you off. You're probably like, I got to turn this off now. You've ruined it, Anthony. You've ruined my life. Anyways, so getting back to uh, moving on to the next part. Well, anyways, just real quick, ASMR, okay, it is, I guess, the idea of this, again, low-grade euphoria, this tingling sensation that it's supposed to create on the back of your neck or, uh, you know, and, and, and you know, just, just supposed to give you these positive feelings. That's what the whole point of this is, and it's done by, like I said, uh, you know, uh, visual or auditory stimuli. And, you know, it's, it, it is what it is. Um, and yes, it literally is what you think it is. People clicking, uh, people, um, you know, tapping on things. So like if I'm here, I don't know if you can hear this. You probably can't because my microphone's not turned up that way. But it would be like people doing... I don't know if you can hear that. I, I, I'll be honest with you. Personally, I, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. But uh, some people really, it's, it's, it would be silly to ignore something that millions and millions and millions of people are finding uh, a use for, right? And we as voiceover artists, we as people who can record and do these things, it might be something that you could look into to add to your bag of tricks. Okay. All right. Well, that's the that's the interesting first part of the podcast today. Well, anyways, the second part I want to talk to you about is yes, the time has come, my fellow voiceoverins. The time has come to look at Google Ads. And I think that as I look around, I was talking to um Miles today, Miles Shacoin. If you know him, he's the CEO of um, Voquint and we were on the phone and he brought up an interesting, an interesting idea to me today. He said I could talk about it, <laughs> but is it, uh, we share a lot of information back and forth, but he was telling me that, you know, he sees a lot of people with um, website fatigue, right? Or this idea that, you know, we, we are on these sites like Fiverr and these other sites too. And, you know, we, we're, we're making good money, but you know, it becomes, uh, you know, we, we become fatigued because, you know, we, we have to continue to work through these sites, depend on these sites to get work. And I'm all for, for uh, Fiverr, you know, I'm I'm all in 100%. I had an amazing day today on Fiverr. Uh, so, you know, I, I, again, I love the site. Um, but at the same time, you know me, I'm a big advocate for growing uh, other places as well. And I think Google Ads is one of those things where you need a lot of money and you need to be able to pay the right people to optimize your stuff or you're going to lose a lot of money. So I am definitely looking hard into you know, moving into Google ads. And the challenge I think with Google ads too, is you got to be able to, uh, you know, be able to answer calls, being able to get back to people, being able to, you know, vet these leads, but it could be, and it can be a way to generate a lot of possible business. Because if you think about it, what is the main way these websites are generating business like Fiverr, like Voices.com, like Voice123, like The Voice Realm. They're all doing it through Google Ads. 
All right. And possibly through and, and we know Fiverr uses a lot of YouTube pre-roll ads. Right. So these ads, which are which still owned by Google. Right. Is Google and YouTube. I mean, this is a main way that these people are getting business. So if we ever want to be somewhere, you know, around that or being able to turn on like a faucet, you know, like a tap and being able to turn that on and turn it back off, this is a way to go about doing it. Now, I, I, I'm i aware we need some things. I need some things to have. You know, you have to have a good website, all right? You've got to have a website that's going to inspire people to contact you or a phone number. You've got to have some really great demos. You've got to be able to, you know, put up or shut up, if you will. Also, you've got to make sure that when you put this, you start going, that you are spending enough money all right, to be able to see, like I was talking to Miles about this, and you know, he's talking about you know, you got to spend enough money in order to get the idea of whether this is going to, you know, uh, whether the keywords you're using, you know, whether you can really take a look at this data, analyze it, and see what's working, what's not working, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, you know, we're talking lots of money. I mean, thousands and thousands of dollars a month. You don't have to do that. You could do it for a couple of dollars a month if you wanted to. But I think it's the same thing that I see with, you know, other things saying like, hey, you know, I spent X, Y, you know, I spent a hundred bucks and nothing happened. Well, I mean, you know, we, if you <laughs> we're trying to make hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars over years, right? I mean, we're going to have to spend some money. And I have thought long and hard about this for a while. So I'm getting to that point where I'm, I'm about ready to start launching that because as something that I want to do is I want to grow the, the next part of my voiceover journey is to grow my monthly income from voiceover from about 10 to 15,000 to 15 to 20,000 dollars a month. And in order to get to that, and that's for voiceover, not coaching, just voiceover, to get to that, right? I need to start bringing in a lot more traffic. I have started an email campaign, as we've talked about, and uh, sent out quite a few emails up to this point, and it's going well. But again, that's another, that's a long term. It's a long-term thing, right? Because you got to keep, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's just like anything else, right? You know, you you build it up slowly at a time. You know, you send out a thousand emails, you get one client. Well, that repeat client, well, great. You send out another thousand, you don't get two thousand, three thousand, you get another client. You send out another three thousand, you get. So eventually, those clients start to build up, right? So then every email that you send out, or the more emails you send out, the 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 opportunity to get another client. And then what happens is, is that after a while, again, it's that snow ball effect, just like anything else. So, you know, that's, that's the kind of, uh, you know, process I'm going through over here and over here and just, uh, you know, with, with marketing over here and marketing over there, when we, you know, when I set this whole thing up, you know, three, four years ago, I mean, and, and now as I coach a lot of voice actors now, I think what I've realized is, is, you know, it used to be, or, you know, the way I was told is that you do all the things that I'm trying to do now first. Right. But see, where I did it was is I, I went on these websites first and I got and, and, and I started making a lot of money so that the money that I was making from these sites. Right. Spending all this money, I could then spend money to make more money uh, for myself because these sites were already leveraging a lot more, you know, OPT, other people's time, other people's money than I could. So in this particular instance, 
you know, when you're looking at the the business plan for your business or whatever, I highly recommend you doing the same thing. You know, you've got to find a way when you're first starting out or when you're trying to grow to leverage what you have. And if you don't have a lot of money to leverage right now, you've got to leverage other people's money or other people's time. In which case, I'm talking about these websites like Fiverr, like Upwork, like Voices.com, VoiceWeb, whatever, wherever you're rocking it out. Okay, you've got to leverage that. And once you start being successful on these places, it's almost like, you know, the 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 training grounds, you've got to take the wheel, you got to take the training wheels off and then you got to go full on. And the reason why I like to start in those places, one is because you can build an income that's coming in every month that you can then reinvest. All right. And then build uh, build your site even bigger, you know, build your business even bigger than what it is now. But also you've got to be able to know or at least it's good to it's good to have experiences to say, hey, listen, you know, I've done, you know, a couple thousand voiceovers. I've worked with all sorts of different clients. I've been through X, Y, Z. I have lots of experience doing this and that. I understand what you're talking about because, you know, when you're when you're telling me you want this or that or we've got to do this or, you know, I've got Source Connect. Yes, I've got Source Connect. I got all these things like you're completely set up and ready to go and be able to manage your own business and manage your own customers. When I first started, there was no way in H-E double hockey sticks I was ready to manage my own customers. No way. No way could I have done it. No way could I have been successful at it. It would have been a big bust. So I'm very happy I took the path that I took. But it's important, too, again, that you you know, you know, always have that goal down the road and you don't get um, – you don't get stuck in one place, you know, and just like Miles was saying, you know, you, you don't get this website fatigue or this this idea that you're just kind of stuck in in one area and there's nowhere to grow. OK, I mean, now, again, uh, like I said, you know, me going after starting to think about Google ads or YouTube ads or, you know, even, you know, even looking at Facebook ads, that whatever it is, it's important to understand. And I've done this and I want to tell you guys this because I've made some mistakes Whatever you do, don't go into it by like just tipping your, you know, like putting your foot a little bit into the water and dabbling at it. All right. Not if you are serious about getting business. If you want to just like see them take money out of your account every month, go for it. But I can tell you, I have done that, especially Facebook. I have done this where I'll do, oh, I'll do a little bit here. I'm going to try it out. You know, and you listen to the podcast, you know, I've tried things. It has been a monumental waste. One, it's because I don't have the time to continue to, you know, optimize my stuff day in and day out because I'm doing everything else. I need to know how it works, but I don't have I need to be able to pay someone who knows what they're doing, who's trained to do what they're doing, just like I've been trained to do what I'm doing, which is voice, which is acting, voiceover and coaching. I've trained my whole life on that. I've not trained my whole life on Facebook ads or Google ads or YouTube ads, right? I'd rather pay for someone who has trained their life on it or is really good at it, okay? Because I'm going to get a way better outcome than I would if I am. However, the rub is I need the money to pay them. So that's why I have to that's why I had to build the business first using other people's money and other people's time like these sites in order to be able to fund the back end of the growth of my business, which is now. Does that make sense? All right. 
Also, I want to point out to you, if you are having a tough time right now, <laughs> just note that these this is this is one of those times of the year where it's tough. Okay, there's usually like uh, I usually see, you know, a couple of times of year that are tough and times that really take off. Right. I mean, clearly summer can be a tough time. This is a tough time right after Christmas is a really hard time. Beginning of January is a tough time. There's some really tough times that we have in voiceover. Okay, so, you know, don't fret if you're having a tough time. The voiceover work will always come back. It will. Okay, just keep plugging away, keep doing what you're doing, and you will be successful and end up on top. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Boy, we talked about ASMR. I am, I don't know if I'm going to put something out. I may, but I, I just feel like it's kind of, it just makes me laugh and giggle because you go and you start looking at pictures and you're like, what in the world? But there are, I mean, but there are people who are, you know, making a lot of money doing this. And people who have become very famous and popular, especially on YouTube, I recommend you go check it out and see, you know, see what you could do. And and we have a setup here, you know, where we could possibly offer something like that. So, um, well, thank you guys as always for listening. I appreciate it. You have a wonderful, wonderful week. I will talk to you soon. All right. Peace. Peace.